Twas the night before Christmas, and there was quite the correspondence, as heaps of fools spouted never-ending nonsense. Hello and welcome, fellow wagoners. Christmas is this week. Merry Christmas. Happy Festivus. Festivus, so Christmas is Saturday. I guess Festivus is Thursday in two days. So hopefully you have your aluminum pole and you've got, you've, you've got your list of grievances to air. I know in my household, there will be quite the airing of grievances. Quite the interesting couple of years with the kids as they start getting into uh, getting into the, the teenage years and middle school and all of those kind of things. As they start becoming their own little people and everything, it's fun to watch them grow up. It's also a little sad. But yeah, typically Christmas is, is one of the, the holiday season. Don't want to throw Hanukkah folks out the window, if you will. Um, Hanukkah was, I think, uh, late November, early December this year. One of those religious holidays that kind of skips around based on moon moon cycles and, and various other things uh, and seasons and everything. Uh, Easter is like that as well. Then again, Easter is based off of Passover, which is a Jewish holiday. So anyway, stressful time of the year. Back to the uh, back to the outline here. And it's it's stressful for everyone. I, I know, you know, suicides are up this time of year. Uh, divorces are up. And, and that's just kind of the cycle that is every year as, as everyone stresses out over, you know, the, what presents they've gotten, friends and family and kids and all that stuff and money associated with that. Uh, making food for the holidays, whether it's cookies or candies or, or Christmas dinner. Uh, and then of course traveling to, uh, to, to, to friends and family's houses, whether that's locally or if you have to get on a plane or go on a road trip or anything like that. Some year I'd love to go on a road trip, get in a get in an RV and just and just head head somewhere. But I've I, I've noticed at least in my circle of of people who text me and and talk to me and things, apparently the the, the crazies are out in full force. They go out and get liquored up, and so about six seven o'clock at night you start getting those text messages that that don't make any sense, and they're getting stuff off their chests that they've had pent up for oh, God only knows how long. And they all kind of follow the same cycle with them to where it's, you know, I'm, I'm a terrible person and, and my life is all awful. And, uh, and then if, if, if you've been fighting with them recently over something, it's like, oh yeah, you know, I, I knew it was a problem before you knew it and I fixed it. That's it. I fixed it. This is what I've done to fix it. So you can thank me now. And it, I mean, any time of the year, it, it sucks and it's awful to get that. But especially this week, and of course, you know that's that's going to add on to your stress. Getting those those kind of messages, and so uh, a pro tip to help you get through this week to at least remove one stressor or lessen it. Hopefully, uh, I accidentally did this a long time ago. Someone in my phone, they were prone to do that, uh, text me whenever they got drunk, and then we'd get into fights and all sorts of stuff. So then I blocked them, but. I need to be able to contact them in case something happens. You know, I just, I can't really block them forever. And, uh, and so then I put, put them back into the phone and I misspelled their last name. And it's a misspelling I, I, I do often because the, it's the S and the D. They're right next to each other. And, and my thumbs aren't 
aren't as dexterous as maybe they need to be when it comes to that. I didn't notice it at first. And then I started getting texts from this, from this person. I'm like, who? Oh, oh. And I, and, and like a light bulb went off. And when it went, and whenever I say that, I always imagine the scene in Despicable Me where, where Gru looks at the camera and he says, light bulb. Anyway, it took a lot. It took basically all of the emotion out of it for me seeing that misspelled name and it was literally one letter and it you know it didn't turn it into something like this person's a jerk or or anything like that it just made it basically a whole new person and so all of that past stuff i guess never you know it didn't carry forward and it was just like oh yeah no this person okay i, I can ignore them it's 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 five fifteen. yep it's time to ignore them it's been really helpful to just to again it just removed that one stressor that you know once or twice a week, you get that, that hours-long texting or whatever. Hours-long because then I would reply, and then they would reply, and so forth and so on. But then you see it, you get the one text message, like, oh, whatever, and you ignore them. And then, and then at least in my case, it, it, it doesn't progress from there. Basically, they're looking to pick a fight, and I just say, no, thank you. And so give that a shot. Just just give it a try. You know, if, if nothing else, if it doesn't work for you, if it's the dumbest idea ever, if it is not and I was going to say if it's not worth your time, but literally it takes like four minutes to go in and, and probably change the names of 10 people in your contacts list. I mean, so it's so worst case scenario. You're out those few minutes and maybe you'll rename them to something that that confuse you with someone else. But anyway, just just give it a try. See what happens. Maybe it does the same thing for you to where it's just it just makes them into emotionally for you. It makes them into kind of a new person. It lets you hit the reset button there, so that way, you know, whatever angst and anxiety and anger you have from the past with that person, you can you can try and, and stop that and start new and, and just ignore them. Maybe they kind of go away. They send a couple and then they stop responding. Or, yeah, I mean, if you have the ability to, just, just block them. Because I mean, if there's someone that's that's doing that, they're not helpful to where to where you need to be to stay sober. Really, if they're making you frustrated and angry and all that kind of stuff, all of those emotions feed evil brain and makes him more powerful. So then that way, then you can then evil brain has an easier time taking over and getting you to drink alcohol, and that's what we don't want to do. Which, speaking of, it's a, it's a good time. To remind those that that love you, that maybe that you're going to hang out with them, right? Those those people that you're going to be visiting this holiday season, that you can't drink. Literally, you can't drink. It's not that you don't want to. It's not that you shouldn't. It's not that you don't feel like it. You just can't, because once once you get that first one in you, and I know it's it, it's that way for me. Once you get that first one in you, then it's it's you need that second one. And then Evil Brain has has a good source of fuel to be able to just hammer on you the rest of the day, and then the next day, and so forth and so on. So you just you just you can't, and you got to let the people around you know. So then that way, um, I I know I've had the few times going to my parents' house just out of habit. They'll they'll offer me a beer, and I'm like, nope, I can't. And I'm like, oh, that's right. Yep, nope, sorry. And I'm if if nothing else, I mean, you can't drink because alcohol is a poison. We don't want to put that in our bodies. Our bodies are a temple. I need to do something with that. 
make that like a sound clip to put in there because because for me that's that's like half joking i i i've i've thoroughly replaced alcohol and those calories with m&ms and these little almond chocolate covered almonds that are delicious in their own right but they are not almond m&ms and there's time where you want some almond m&ms and then there's times where you eat an entire family-sized bag of almond m&ms in about 30 minutes Somehow I'm st- I'm still like the same weight I've been for the last year. Not sure. And and this is also a good time to to kind of start mentally abusing for verbally abusing alcohol, if you will. Uh, alcohol has been abusing you long enough. It's time to give it back to it. And uh, and so just remember the alcoholic's creed that that I mean everyone knows that I totally am not making up. Um, but no, the alcoholic's creed. So you you raise your right hand. And you say, alcohol, I don't know why you're raising your right hand, but you just are. Alcohol, you suck. You are the worst. I hate you. I never want to taste you again. You make me feel awful. And I hope you die roasting on a spit over a lukewarm fire. I think that needs some work. But you know what? It, uh, I think it captures the sentiment of at least how I feel about alcohol. I mean, it really does suck. It is the worst. It tastes awful. I've noticed I've been saying lately that it's it's tasty, but no, it tastes awful. I've also noticed that that I've been eyeing, eyeballing it a bit more than usual. So, evil brain, get back in your lane. But no, just just keep reminding yourself that you know it's 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 like anything in life. If you sit there and you tell yourself over and over and over that you you hate something or you think a specific food is awful or whatever, you're just you're conditioning your brain that it's it's going to be that way. And so then when somebody puts a, a plate of steamed broccoli in front of you, if you've spent your entire life saying you hate broccoli, well, guess what? You're going to hate that plate of broccoli. So now just, just take that and apply it to alcohol and then do the flip side of the broccoli because that's, that's actually good for you. There's vitamins and minerals, whereas alcohol, like it has negative vitamins and minerals. So, you know, alcohol, you suck. You are the worst. I hate you. I never want to taste you again. You make me feel awful, and I hope you die roasting on a spit over a lukewarm fire. And lukewarm because that just seems more cruel. And, and one other stressor that, that, that a lot of people have is, is being alone on Christmas. And specifically the day. Because there, there's so much hype and built-up emotion surrounding that one specific day. It's kind of like your birthday, right? This one day that you get... To celebrate who you are. And then what happens if you're not around anyone that day? Or maybe it's a giant snow day or, you know, any number of things to where it's just you're sitting in your house by yourself. I remember my, um, the first Christmas after uh, I'd gotten my divorce. Um, I'd gotten my son for Thanksgiving. And so on Christmas Day, I was, I was by myself in my townhome. And at first I was like, oh, that's going to be kind of a bummer. And I'm like, no, wait, I have an entire day where I don't have to work. I don't have anything to do. Don't have anybody to listen to. Don't have to entertain anyone, feed anyone, any of that kind of stuff. I get to, I get just to do whatever I want for an entire day. It's amazing. And so then, yeah, just for that day, I had whatever. And and it really kind of changed my thought and emotion around Christmas. Because, I mean, before that, my then wife and, and kid and I, you know, we'd go to like three Christmas events on Christmas Day. 
And so Christmas was always just such a stressful day because you're bouncing from here. And then while you're there, you're sitting there thinking, oh, what time do we have to leave for the next place? And so then you're not really present at that place. And so it's just, it's just a god-awful mess. And so, and so for me, it's, it's become much more the kind of the, the Christmas season. And for whatever reason, I haven't gotten the Christmas spirit yet this year. Um, it's sneaking in. I, I, I think part of it is I haven't listened to enough Christmas music. It used to be I would have it on basically repeat for the entire month. But this year, I, like, I, I, it, I don't know. Just, just something about it all just doesn't, just like, eh, okay, yeah, it's great. Anyway, back to the outline. Maybe you're one of those people that, that a lot of days you're sitting at home alone doing whatever you want to do. So it, it and you just like to be able to go hang out with someone else, have some family that cared about you. And that's where you can look to uh, like volunteer somewhere with some needy people. You know, it, one, it gets you out of the house and it helps reframe what you're going through. So like, you know, if you go volunteer at a homeless shelter, you can see people that, that are in, in a much rougher spot than maybe where you're at and they're getting through it. They're surviving and, and you can do the same thing. So that way, you know, and then maybe you can, you can look at the, the good things that are going on in life. And if life has been rough the last few years, you can look at the good things that will happen because you've told alcohol that it sucks and it's the worst. Don't worry about what's going to happen on Saturday. It's easy to say. You know, Saturday, that Saturday is just another day, right? Whether you have Christmas that day or not, or if you're going to be by yourself or with a family or any number of things, it's just another day. And and you can try and do something that's memorable that, you know, 10 years from now will let you remember the day fondly, you know, like going out and helping someone else or, you know, maybe there, maybe there's a project or something that you've, you've, you've wanted to start and you're just, you can't find the time. Well, you know what? You have an entire day. If you're going to be sitting in there in your house by yourself, you have an entire day to, to start it. Now, when you're heading out to volunteer somewhere with needy people, Remember your your favorite bartender and bar buddies. I, well, they, they they might be needy. They might be needy little assholes, but they're not really needy. You being there is it, they don't need that. They just need they just need someone with with ears that'll that'll listen to them yammer on about whatever. And so let them have each other. You just keep rocking out yourself, rocking out your sober self. And each day between now and then and, and whenever down the road, just remember, all you have to do is get through the day. Just don't drink today. And if that seems too much, just don't drink this hour. So I'm recording this in the one o'clock hour. So I'm just not going to drink in the one o'clock hour. Right? That, that's all I'm going to worry about right in this moment. And maybe that's what you need to, to to focus on in the moment. Is just say, well, okay, it's it's one o'clock right now. Let's not drink until two o'clock or three o'clock or four o'clock, whatever it may may need to be. And then and then hopefully that can set it aside in your brain. So then that way the next time you look up, maybe it's well past that and you're like, Oh, oh shit. You know what? I, I made it this far. I can maybe I can make it to the end of the day. That's all it is. It's just buying buying you that extra minute. And so this week, that's that's what you need to focus on. 
And of course, if, if at all throughout the entire week or at any time, if you needed someone to chat with, if you just need to get something on your chest, if you need to vent, whatever it may be, maybe not a dollar because I don't have very many dollars, but we can figure something out. So email me more than a drunk at gmail.com. Again, more than a drunk at gmail.com because that's what we all are. We're more than drunks or cocaine addicts or meth heads or whatever it may be. We're more than that. If you don't feel comfortable reaching out to me or maybe you reach out to me and because of my amazing brain, I don't check my email for like 3,000 hours. Or I'm just not getting back to you quick enough. Whatever it may be. Um, even if you're not religious, you can visit a church. They have they have services there. Um, many of them do. The pastor or priest or whatever title that they have for themselves. Careful if their title is Messiah. That's not a church. It's a cult. You know the, the the pastor or priest they they've seen loads of people they they might have even struggled with alcohol themselves or whatever addiction you may have and they can help you along or at least maybe get you to to, to some other people uh, or give you someone to hang out with whatever whatever you may need for all the awful things that they've done throughout the centuries they can at least try and help you out remember all you have to do is just just get through today you don't. Right now, you don't have to get through, I mean, unless it's Christmas Day when you're listening to this, but right now, you don't need to get through Christmas Day. You don't need to get through whatever big scary thing is in the future. You just need to get through right now. So so get through the one o'clock hour here with me. I will not drink with you in the next however many minutes are left. I can't do the math in this hour. And then in the next hour, I won't drink with you then. And then the hour after that, I won't drink with you then. And so forth and so on. And for today, I will not drink with you. Have a good rest of the day. Thank you. Mm-hmm.